question. Would you consider yourself a founder, innovator, or trailblazer on mission to grow, show, and share your faith through creative pursuits like speaking, writing, or testifying? Perhaps even as an entrepreneur. If the answer is at all yes, I'd love to invite you to my Audible gym, the Fit and Faith Podcast. I'm Tamara Andress. I'll be your trainer. Don't worry, this isn't a sweaty fitness podcast. This is where you will be mentally, emotionally, financially, and spiritually flexing as we endure, shape, and sharpen our skills to be messengers for the kingdom. Let's get fit in faith. Welcome to Abide's Daily Christian Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. And remember, you can have full access to our meditations commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off. Now, receive His peace as we meditate and abide in Christ. Welcome to this Abide Meditation. My name is Jonathan. Everyone knows that you can't judge a book by its cover. But we do it all the time, don't we? We glance through a shelf of books at the bookstore or library to see what captures our attention. Unless you actually pick up that book and start reading, though, you really have no idea what treasures it might hold. Close your eyes for a moment. Take a deep breath Picture your favorite book. What does its cover look like? Solomon, the writer of Proverbs, has some advice for how to look at people without rushing to judgment based on what you see. In Proverbs 3.3, he says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. When you see people like God sees people, it can make a huge difference in how you treat them. How do you usually first see people? People are made in God's image. Rushing to judgment without knowing their story speaks of a heart that's not filled with the love of God. Examine your heart. If you find yourself rushing to judgment, ask God to give you the eyes to see them as He sees them. Sometimes, rushed judgments are made that aren't backed up by the right information. The next time you're about to place a negative label on someone, stop for a moment and look for Christ in them. See the good and extend a kind word. Lord, help me choose loving thoughts. Guide me to compassion and away from criticism so that I may walk humbly beside you. I know that it takes more effort to listen to someone's story 
It takes strength to be gentle. So I thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit so that I can lean on you instead of my own strength. Give me your eyes to see and your heart to love because I know that with the measure I use, I will also be measured. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Take another deep breath. Begin to feel your body relax and your heart rate slow down. Hold your hands open in your lap signifying your willingness to hear what God might want to say to you today. Open your heart to God and ask Him to search it. Let the gentleness of the Holy Spirit show you any attitudes or actions that you need to confess. He's faithful and just to forgive you. Talk to Him now. Only God knows the intentions of a person's heart. We see only what's on the outside. Let him show you his great love for all people, even those who seem far from him. Be a minister of reconciliation for him. Our verse today is short but powerful. Listen as I read it again in the New International Version. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Let me read that again as you ask God to highlight a word or phrase for you. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. What did you hear? What's translated steadfast love in the English Standard Version is the Hebrew word for kindness. In other words, always be kind. How does this definition change your understanding of this verse?
one of the ways in which people know that you're grounded in the Holy Spirit is the fruit of the Spirit that they see evident in your life. Kindness and love are both fruits of the Spirit of God. Listen to Proverbs 3.3 again, this time in the Amplified Bible. Do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Instead, let these qualities define you. Bind them securely around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. The contemporary English version says, Let love and loyalty always show like a necklace and write them in your mind. In a prophecy about the Messiah, Isaiah 11 verse 3 and 4 say, He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. Jesus saw beneath the surface. How do you think you can be more like Jesus in this? Take a few moments now to again ask God to search your heart. What is he asking you to do today? Listen one last time to Proverbs 3.3 in the Message Version. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Imagine an old run-down cottage in the south of France. It's been abandoned and left to ruin for years until the owner finally decides to part with it, lock, stock, and barrel. It couldn't be worth very much. It's full of junk that no one would want, even though the cottage itself is close to the coast. The owner figures to find someone to buy it and demolish it, ready to start over again. Feel the sea breeze as you picture this ramshackle property. Several people come to see the place but are immediately turned off by the amount of work that would have to be done. They aren't willing to put in the time or money. They simply write it off as being worthless 
would actually pay money for it. And then, a young couple decides to take a look. As they walk through the cottage, they're intrigued by the architecture of this humble place, wondering about its origins. Who built it? Who lived here over the years? Soon, despite the mess they see on the outside, they fall in love with the place and buy it. Imagine the joy of their discovery. Within a few years, the young couple has grown into a family of four. Their little cottage near the sea has been completely restored, keeping some of its lovely architecture, but updating what needed to be replaced. They had found a treasure amidst the trash. People are God's treasure. Love them well. Father, you are the creator of all life. Genesis 1.27 says that you created humans in your image. If we are all image bearers of you, then each person needs to be treated with love and respect. When I'm tempted to write someone off or treat them in an unloving manner, remind me of this. Remind me that you loved the whole world so much that you gave your only son that we might not perish but have everlasting life. In his name I pray. Amen. Micah 6.8 gives us the guidance to act with justice, to treasure the Lord's gracious love, and to walk humbly in the company of your God. Until next time, may you abide in Christ. <laughs>